Hello and welcome to Stuff They Should Have Taught You in School. Welcome back everyone and welcome if you are new, obviously. The title is self-explanatory, so let's just get into it. Okay, time management. We're going to talk about time management. Firstly, I'm going to give you a five-step process on how to go from I don't know what the hell to do with my life, too much is going on. And then secondly, I'm going to give you a whole load of tools and free resources on how to start getting your shit together. Now, I literally had this. I was 15, maybe 16, working two jobs and in school. And I was and I was fucked. I was I didn't do my homework. Teacher pulled me out of class one time. It was like, wow, wow, wow. And I was like, what the hell is going on here? Then at that time, I came home and I was like, how do I do life? Basically, and what I found was that time management is life management. It is managing the things that you want to do, the things you have to do. And it's essential because if you want to basically have some money to do things you want to do, have some time to do things you want to do, spend time with people that are important in your life and all of this stuff, you have to be able to manage your time, which is really managing your life because it isn't just on a day by day basis or an hourly basis or, you know, a minute basis even. It's really over the course of months and years and even decades that we can start to, the longer you have in your head, oh, I want to do X by X time, then the better it is really, because you can sort of have a project, you can have a projection of saying, okay, perhaps during these times, I'm going to be working a little bit harder, spending less time with family, although still spending time with family, but then in order to then have more time with family and perhaps work only part time. So the five step process to kick us off. And then, like I said, I will then go for for a um, go through some free resources and tools and tricks and tips on how to basically manage time and get more out of what we all have which is 24 hours in the day five steps number one make a list of every single responsibility and every single task that you have now don't include stupid shit like breathe of course just your normal stuff step two is prioritize your tasks Step three is create a schedule. Step four is set reminders for deadlines and appointments and things like that. And uh, step five is review and adjust. Uh, in step five is basically, so this is a feedback loop, right? You try things and then you may realize, actually, I can't work for eight hours straight. So maybe I need a break in here, you know? And then you, then you review and you adjust stuff as necessary. So let's just go. Step one, make a list of every single responsibility and task that you have to do. So you just list this down on paper or on your notes. I would, I would suggest just do it on paper, pen and paper. There's nothing beats that really, uh, that mind to muscle to paper connection sort of thing going on there. So you want to write down every single task and every single responsibility you have, including um, you know, university classes or school, work shifts, family commitments, hobbies, studying at home, social activities, all of this sort of stuff that you want to do on, you know, a daily day, daily basis or a weekly basis. This will help you to start to visualize your schedule, which is, of course, step three, and also help you to prioritize your tasks. So step two, prioritize your tasks. Once you have that list, you basically identify the most important and urgent tasks that need to be completed first. So for example, stuff that's got deadlines, that may be urgent, but not important, um, or it may be both. So you do have a matrix of urgent, important, um, 
sort of tasks. So um, it is rare sometimes, it, well, it can be rare that important tasks are also urgent. Um, they generally are either important or urgent or not important or not urgent. And you can sort of picture that in a grid. So you have urgent, not urgent at the top. And then you have the, on the side, you've sort of got, um, you know, important, not important. And then you can place the tasks in that grid and you can work from that. So stuff that's not urgent and not important, you could even just take that off your list. Now, I would suggest you should prioritize things from A to E. So A, B, C, D, E. A is the most important stuff that you have to get done that you really do value in your life. B is the second most important. C is the third most important. D stands for delegate and E stands for eliminate. So some tasks you can just eliminate. Some tasks you can delegate out. And delegate basically means someone else deals with that crap, not you. And therefore your time is free. You can do something else with your life and with that time. Um, so, you know, for example, especially with this urgent stuff, like university assignments or assignments at work with deadlines that you may have to do overtime through and work at home and do all of this stuff. That should, of course, be prioritized over social activities and hobbies. I would emphasize that you would think you would want to sort of have family time, uh, especially if you've got like a young kid or something. I mean, that time never comes back. So that would definitely be like an A priority stuff in my book. Okay, step Three, create a schedule. So you want to use like a calendar app or even just a simple calendar function on Excel or on paper to basically sort of start plotting things around. I've done this in the past. I've had it stuck up on my wall and things like that. Now I've only have it digitally using an email calendar. Um, and then I have tasks every single day. So what I would do is I basically have a recurring task Monday to Saturday that just is labeled today's task. Then when I'm planning my week every week, I would go into that and I'd edit in there all of the tasks I had to do on that day. And then I have meetings in a separate block and I might have recurring tasks in a separate block as well that would then come up when I'm planning my week and I can put it into today's tasks. So when you create the schedule using a calendar app or planner or piece of paper or something, you want to include obviously all your tasks and responsibilities. You might want to do it over a month or a week, depending on how your um if you're you've got a day-to-day -day, uh, schedule that changes or a week-to-week -week schedule that changes um so you can start sort of start fitting these in and obviously you want to do the high priority task first and the low priority task last so this will actually help you to see like i said time management is life management once you start piecing these things together in your calendar you will be able to see where your free time is and you might even be able to shift things around so your free time is in different places. And that's how you manage life. And then what you can do with your free time is you can put in some other activities that you may want to do. Extra work, uh, extra money, extra family time, social, whatever. So I will get on to some free apps that work pretty damn well and I've been using them for some time. Uh, but that's in sort of part two of this episode. It's still in the same episode because it makes no sense to do part one, part two. You don't want to wait a week to then hear about all of the software that I'm going to tell you and the tricks I'm going to tell you. Um, not that, you know, there is not that there is that much, but they do make a difference. Okay, step four. 
you want to set reminders. So this can obviously be done through that digital calendar or the email calendar, your phone app, whatever. So this is basically to help you keep on track, uh, keep on top of things, meetings. You might have a meeting tomorrow, say. Now, setting reminders can work sort of, you can do it in two ways. So you may want a reminder, especially if there's many people attending a meeting, you would want to have an email reminder, say a day before and an hour before or two hours before. So people don't forget and you don't forget. An alternative to this is that if you have independent meetings or independent times that you're going to do certain things, you can have that in your calendar. And then every day, the day before you want to plan your day. And I'll just go off on a slight tangent here. You do want to plan your day every day, the day before, because what happens is your brain starts to work on your tasks overnight and you'll come up with ideas and things in the morning that uh, you may not have thought about uh, otherwise. So, and also it helps you just open up your, your diary. I literally have this A5 notebook. So if those of you watching on the video, which um, will probably come up quite a bit later, um, I have this A5 notebook here, which I actually got for free. I don't know what this company is, but I got it for free at a trade show. I've got loads of these for free at trade shows. I've never, I don't think I've ever bought one of them. Um, and I basically have every single day, I have a two day sp uh, page spread. One of the sides tell is a time log and the other side is split into two. Um, so you really have three sections in here. The first, the, well, there's a few sections, but just for the purpose of this video, I may explain this fully actually, this system in another episode because it's worked pretty well for me and I've made systems on this and for other people to do it. Um, but basically, you write it down by hand the night before and then in the morning, you don't have to dilly-dally going to your computer, opening up your email if your email calendar is in there and then seeing like 10 unread emails, then you start looking at your emails, reacting to other people's shit rather than getting on your priority A tasks. So you open this up immediately and you think, what do I have to do? And it tells you, I have to do a priority task first. Number one, uh, you know, feed the dog or something, I don't know. Um, so then you can tick it off. And then uh, then you move on to the next one, tick it off and, and so on. So you wanna plan a day before, really. So, uh, and by planning a day before, I also have a section there which has meetings. So then I sort of know when the meetings are and I look at this, I use this almost as like a, uh, you know, I just go to this, like I must look at this many times a day as I'm going from task to task, at least 20 times a day because I generally have at least 20 tasks per day. Um, so, and I managed to get them all done despite working as well, full time. So how is that possible? Time management. Um, so, uh, on to the next one. So obviously if you don't want to have it written down every single day, although I would strongly suggest that, then you can have reminders popping up on your phone and things like that. Uh, so step five is just reviewing and adjusting. And you want to review this probably weekly or monthly. And uh, you want to start basically seeing where tasks are not being completed. You want to operate on a thin line because I'll explain this later on, is if you have too little to do, then you become lazy. If you have too much to do, you're overwhelmed. But if you have just the right amount, you push yourself and you get as much of that done as possible and generally all of it done. 
Sometimes, I mean, it is probably about 50-50 whether I get all my tasks done or not. But it pushes me. Maybe it's 75% of the time I'm getting all my tasks done. Um, but the low priority tasks are the ones that are done last. And therefore, those are the ones that are left off, which don't matter so much. Whereas the high priority tasks and the priority A and B and C tasks, are well, A and B norm really, are the ones that are getting done. So... Um, you know, this reviewing sort of helps you to tweak things as you need to if you're not able to do all of the work and you start to start to find a system and a procedure that works for you. So let's just recap those five steps from going to absolute overwhelm of what the hell do I do with all of these tasks in my life to actually having some idea and then a continuously a, a continual review process. So, step one, make a list of all your priorities and tasks. Step two, prioritize your tasks with the A to E method. So, A, priority A tasks, priority B tasks, priority C tasks. D stands for delegate, E stands for eliminate. Step three, create a schedule using a calendar app, paper or planner um, that includes all of your tasks and responsibilities. You want to do some, you know, the high priority stuff first and the stuff that's most important to you first i don't say going out socializing is most important to you come on you need money on the table so you can feed your family and feed yourself um step four set reminders um and for important deadlines and use functions essentially on your phone or calendar app to make sure that you don't forget any important task or any commitments and step five is review adjust and tweak your schedule and calendar as necessary um i would i would encourage you to review it at least what well, weekly and and monthly um and then just sort of do stuff uh as and just if you keep putting attention towards saying how can i improve this process you will find answers okay let's move on to two uh pieces of software that i would really recommend for this one is trello Trello is insane. I'm not sponsored by anything here, by the way. Um, Trello is insane. I've been using this for a long time. And it basically, just look it up. 15 minute video on YouTube, how to use Trello. It's just a mind, just use it as a mind dump of all your tasks and you can keep logs of it. You can say, oh, like, you know, I have to chase up some people sometimes so I can write down when I chase people, when I want to chase it next. And then I can mark a due date. The second thing is just some sort of email calendar, like G Google Calendar or Outlook Calendar, iCloud Calendar, um, and this can help you to set reminders, have stuff blocked out and visualize it. You can use different colors, which I do for different things. So for example, meetings is always in yellow, key life areas is always in green. Um, and I actually, use, I would actually use them together so what I would do is say I had, um, so I'll have all my tasks in Trello, and then on Sunday, I will look through Trello and I will sort everything by due date. And I and Trello is very good for also, um, if you have multiple people, because you can collaborate on Trello and you can basically assign tasks to different people. So you can filter it by your tasks, filter it and, and then sort everything by due date. And then what I'll do is, for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, well, for every day, 
on that little icon that's it on the thing on my calendar that says today's task which is a recurring i'll go and edit it for just that day and in the description i'll write all of my tasks that i've got from trello and that way i plan my week and then every day the day before i open up my calendar i see what i've got to do and then i'll note it down the next day um you know you can also there is a calendar function on trello as well it is free the initial um you know I, i'm still using the free version there is a paid version as well um but the free version is very good anyway and it works tremendously for something that you know you can just you just don't forget you don't forget tasks because they're all written down there nothing slips through your fingers and you can um, organize it how you want and you know i encourage you just find a couple of youtube videos learn how to use it uh, and then i would have um also i wouldn't necessarily put meetings in trello unless it is something to do with specific tasks meetings generally i just put straight into the calendar if i'm booking something in two three weeks time straight into the calendar then uh, when i do plan my week i can see that so those are two pieces of software, Trello and an email calendar. Trello is spelled T-R-E-L-L-O. I'll put it in the show notes anyway. Now let's go on to, I've got four, is that four? Um, techniques for time management that will really help you as they have helped me. Um, number one is Pomodoro technique. Number two is the Parkinson's law. Number three is time blocking. And number four is multitasking versus single tasking. So number one, Pomodoro technique. This is a time management task that involves basically breaking work up into intervals, usually 25 minutes, separated by short breaks. There are apps and stuff that are, and like, there's like YouTube music, background music that will like make a bell ding after 25 minutes to make you take a break and things like this. But basically, the idea here is that you have these short breaks where you go and do something else that helps you work for a longer period of time. So the idea here is that you work for 25 minutes, take a five minute break, then work for 25 minutes. You do that, you do four of those. So that's a chunk of time, Pomodoro. So you would have um, 25 minutes, then a break, then 25 minutes, then a break, then 25 minutes, then a break, then 25 minutes. And then you have a longer break. So after four Pomodoros, after four times 25 minutes, you have a longer break. In these five minute breaks, you do some press ups, you play a bit of guitar, you do a little walk, you run up and down, um, do a bit of tidying up, cleaning, whatever, and then you come back to the work. And by doing this, you can find that you can actually work for much longer. Um, okay, uh, what I'll give you a bonus tip on top of the Pomodoro technique. I personally don't use it in this way. I don't do 25 minutes and five minute breaks. I would probably do a one and a half hour to two hour and then a five minute break because I want to get into flow state. And then my tasks are varied as well. So sometimes, you know, one task might be actually a break from another task. Um, then you've got Parkinson's law. Parkinson's law is basically the adage. Parkinson's law is basically the adage that uh, says that you know work expands to fill the time allotted for it so what does this mean is basically in other words if you give yourself a lot of time to complete a task you're likely to take longer to 
finish that task because you're not feeling any sense of urgency. But on the other side, if you really put those deadlines on and you are self-disciplined, you can complete more in less time. Isn't that amazing? So basically, it's like you've got a deadline in two weeks and what do most people do? Lastminute.com. Um, and they just basically do the homework last minute or the, whatever work it is last minute. Um, but you can use this to your advantage. And this is what I was talking about before, where you sort of have just a little bit too much to do, so you stretch yourself. If you think that a task is going to take you an hour, try and do it in 45 minutes or try and do it in 35 minutes. You might find that if you put a deadline of 45 minutes, it took you 50 minutes. But it's better than taking you an hour or if you set it for the whole day it'll take you the whole day so that was that was parkinson's law time expands to fill the um, work expands to fill the time allotted for it so um number three is time blocking so this is very good so you basically just basically take canada block out chunks of time for certain things. And this can be used with batching, uh, where you take tasks that are the same, of similar tasks, and you just batch them together. So all your ad hoc tasks, pretty much, batch together. All of your, you just batch it together and you just block it out. You're like, block, that time is for X, block. That time is for X. Rather than doing, you know, jump here, there, and everywhere, and then in the end you have got, fuck all you've got done. And that leads me on to the last one, multitasking versus single tasking. We are not really made to multitask. What we do instead is we task switch. Now, yes, on a biological level, we do multitask. Yes, I'm talking now to you and there's something going on in my brain, something going on with my lungs and in my blood and everything. Yes, but in terms of tasks, multitasking doesn't really exist. It's task switching. And you would find that if you pick a task up and you put it down again, ten, it, and you keep doing that, it will take you 10 times longer to complete that task. Whereas if you focus like a laser beam, you know, rather than a floodlight, then you really do get a lot more done. So let's recap that. Uh, I'll recap these techniques quickly and these softwares and then I'll just tell you the five step again and then we're done. And you are on to becoming a great time manager. So I'd say the software Trello and any email calendar, Google Calendar, Outlook Calendar, iCloud Calendar, whatever. Here are the techniques, Pomodoro technique. So that's where you block out time, 25 minutes, then a five minute break, 25 minutes, then a five minute break. You do that four times and you take a longer break. Parkinson's law, work expands to fill the time allotted for it. So therefore, a lot, so therefore allocate less time. And then you get the task done in less time. Uh, number three, time blocking. Block out, block out time for tasks and batch tasks, batch similar tasks and just say, you know, this, the, this one and a half hours is for this task. Multitasking versus single tasking. Basically, don't multitask, just single task. Okay, let's go back to the five-step process. Make a list of all your pro make a list of all of your responsibilities and tasks. Prioritize your tasks. Create a schedule. Set reminders. Review and adjust. There we go. So I hope that you found this useful. Um, I will probably do an episode on exactly my system of planning. Um, but for now, enjoy. 
and I hope you found that useful. Please let me know actually how you found today's episode, if you found it useful, any key takeaways that you had, anything that helped you. Um, my email is monsuicloud.com, it's in the show notes as well, as well as um, then what we've talked about today. Thank you, see you on the next episode.